Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm gonna continue talking about draft strategy. So in yesterday's video, I went through each fantasy football position and talked about how I broke down the position when it came to my fantasy football drafts. And so today, I'm gonna talk about where my favorite draft slots are. So this is where I like picking in my drafts, you know, if I could choose my favorite spots. And so I'm gonna go through why I like each of these slots and then kind of talk through what kind of players I'm gonna be targeting or specific players that you can kind of get into this range. So if you guys watch this and you find yourself enjoying the video, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. Then also let me know where your favorite spot to pick in the first round is for fantasy. And then let me know your reasoning. I'll be responding to all the comments. So let me know down below, but let's get into it right away. The first slot that I really like drafting from this year is the number one pick. Normally, I don't like picking early in the drafts because I think you get a really solid first player, but then like your second round pick is a little bit weaker and you don't have a very balanced team. And also, I think there's just some value, you know, in the later rounds because if you're drafting early, you know, if you're drafting guy at number one and they don't finish as the number one overall player, then it could kind of be seen as a disappointing pick. But I just think that Christian McCaffrey is an absolute fantasy football game changer. I view him as clearly the best running back, best overall player in fantasy, because when he is on the field, he has an unmatched ceiling. In 2018, he was playing in his sophomore season. He finished as the RB5 in points per game, RB3 in total points. And then in 2019, I mean, this was when he had his huge, huge breakout year. He finished as the RB1 in points per game and in total points. And I mean, it was not even close. In PPR scoring, he outscored the next best running back by 8.5 points per game and 156.4 total points. So, I mean, he just destroyed everyone at the position, was by far the top option. And it definitely was not a one-hit wonder season because he was on his way to replicating those same numbers that he put up in 2019 in 2020 last year. He was putting up even better numbers on a points per game basis, but obviously he dealt with some injuries, which led him to only play in three games. But injuries has not been something that has been a big concern for him in his career. He played in 16 games in his first three seasons. So 2020 was the first year he missed a game. And also, I think if the Panthers were competitive, you know, competing for a playoff spot, I definitely think he would have come back earlier, but I'm not going to knock him just because he got injured. You know, running backs are going to get injured. It's one of the most physically demanding positions in football. And so sometimes you get unlucky and you're going to miss games, but the talent is totally there. After I would grab Christian McCaffrey with that number one pick, you're going to have back-to-back picks at the end of the second round and start of the third. And when I'm talking about these picks, I'm more focused on 10-team leagues, 12-team leagues, just because those are the most common formats for fantasy. But I mean, even if this is like an eight-team, a 14-team league, you can kind of figure it out, you know, using what I'm saying and just adjust it to those different amount of teams. But so you're going to have those back-to-back picks and you're going to have a variety of different options to choose from, a ton of different positions. At running back, if you want to get your RB2, you could be looking at Najee Harris, CEH, or DeAndre Swift in this range. At the wide receiver position, you have a lot of solid options here. Guys like Justin Jefferson, Keenan Allen, DK Metcalf if you're in a 10-team league, and Michael Thomas. And then also, if you like going tight end early, you can be in play for Darren Waller or George Kittle at this spot. 
So you could really be getting, you know, a solid RB2 and then another receiver. Maybe you're throwing in a tight end there, but I would just love to be able to start off my draft with the number one overall player in Christian McCaffrey and then follow up that pick with a very solid RB2. You know, maybe a guy like CEH or Najee Harris, who I think are solid mid-tier RB2s. And then you're able to snag another top tier wide receiver at this pick as well. So, you know, all those guys I mentioned, I think are solid, you know, mid to lower end wide receiver ones. So I just think this is one of the best starts you could have to fantasy drafts going with the number one pick. The second and final draft position that I'm going to talk about is not a specific pick. It's more of kind of a general area. So basically, I'm going to be looking at end of the first round. So if you are in a 10 team league, this would be pick like nine or 10 or if you're in a 12 team league, I mean, this could be really anywhere from pick nine to pick 12, just towards the end of the first round. And I really like this position because you may not be able to secure one of these high-end RB1s. You know, you're not gonna be in play for McCaffrey, Cook, Derrick Henry, Kamara, all of those guys, but you should be able to acquire two mid to low-end RB1s. I mean, there's a ton of running backs who are gonna be available in this range that are going to be great fantasy options. So I'm just going to run through a bunch of guys who could be on the board here. Jonathan Taylor, Cam Akers, Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Joe Mixon, Aaron Jones, Antonio Gibson. You know, you can't really go wrong with many of those guys. You know, you're going to have your pick of the field. You're not going to have to settle for a guy that you don't feel comfortable with. And I would say the majority of these running backs are fairly safe but they also have that breakout potential. Many of these players have a chance of finishing as a top five running back. And like I mentioned earlier with the first pick, you know, if you're picking a guy one, two, three, four, you know, they have to perform very well to live up to that ADP, but it's much easier for someone, you know, going as the RB8, RB9 to outperform that ADP, which really gives you a lot of value here later in the round. And this really just kind of connects to my going running backs early and often philosophy. Starting off your roster with two workhorse running backs is just an ideal first two rounds for me. Then with your next two picks, you're going to be looking at a late third round selection and an early fourth round pick. So at that range, you're still going to have quality running backs and wide receivers available. So, you know, if you want to go really running back heavy, you could look to pick up your third running back and you're going to be looking at players like DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Chris Carson, some real top options in that range. But then at wide receiver, there are also guys that you can be looking at, you know, maybe after those two running backs in round one and two, you want to go for two wide receivers, just establish that nice balance in your lineup. You could be drafting players like Terry McLaurin, Allen Robinson, Amari Cooper, Mike Evans, Robert Woods, Julio Jones. All those guys could be available in this range. And I mean, maybe you get really lucky or you're in like a 10-team league and maybe a Michael Thomas or a Keenan Allen. One of those guys falls to this spot and then you're really golden. Picking at the end of the first round really just allows you to build that balanced roster. And it also gives you the opportunity to take advantage of players falling in the first round. So, you know, if you're picking one or two, you know, obviously no one's going to fall to the number one slot because you can pick anyone at number two. McCaffrey is likely not going to fall. If you're picking at number six or number seven, you know, there's not a chance that you get one of those top five or six running backs. And so maybe you have to kind of settle for a guy that you would rather take later in the first round. But here picking at number nine, number 10, you know, maybe you get a guy like Zeke who falls to you there 
Or, you know, worst case scenario, you're picking a guy at his current ADP, maybe a guy like Austin Eckler, Jonathan Taylor, one of those guys, and you're still feeling super solid about your selection. So those are my two favorite positions to draft from. So to recap, it's the number one pick. Start off your team with the best running back on the board, best overall player, and then you can follow it up with a solid running back and another high-end wide receiver. And then another favorite spot to pick from is late in the first round. You're able to get two workhorse running backs and then balance out your roster with solid picks in the third and fourth round. So I hope you guys found this helpful. Like I mentioned earlier in the video, I wanna know where you guys like to pick from this year, and I'd also like to know why. I'd love to hear your perspectives, so let me know down below. I'll respond back to you. And then also, if you liked this video, please just make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a like. I would really appreciate it, and it helps me out a lot. But that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for stopping by, watching, and listening, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.